And welcome to the 37th episode of the very unofficial AICP Study Guide podcast. I am Jonathan Miller, and thank you so much for joining. So, it's December. Uh, the November exams obviously are over. So, congratulations to everyone who are now AICPs. I hope you all accept the challenge now to make our profession a little bit better, you know, onward and upward, right? Well, for this episode, we aren't going to talk about planning history timelines or events or court cases. Instead, we're going to introduce and talk about a brand spanking new podcast coming out next month called Booked on Planning. And to help us learn a little more about this podcast and what it's all about, we're going to chat it up with Stephanie Rouse, an AICP herself and professional development officer for the Nebraska chapter of the APA. So thank you for joining, Stephanie. Yeah, thanks for having me. So first, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, right? Uh, not all formal, like you're in you know, some interview or something, but you know, what is the Stephanie Rouse story? We're all planners, but we're all you know, humans and people first too. Yeah, sure. Uh, so. I grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska, where I'm currently at now. I uh, took a little bit of a journey through Texas and Minnesota for about eight years, uh, hopping around through different city planning departments and kind of learning how other states do planning and then decided to come back home more recently and apply what I know to Lincoln. Nice. How'd you like Minnesota, actually? Because I had a friend who lived up there and they said it was the greatest thing ever because the transit was fantastic. I do miss Minneapolis's transit system. Uh, they do an incredible job with planning. Their metropolitan planning organization does uh, something like 350 different cities that they plan for and do a really good job of working with all the cities that range from St. Paul and Minneapolis on the higher end population all the way down to your smaller rural communities. And it's, it's a really interesting place to you know, work, but also just to live. There's just so much to do and they just, they power through winter like it's nothing. Yeah, that's what she said. She was a, uh, she's an avid kayaker. So I guess it, it, uh, it worked out well being in the, uh, what, like the land of 10,000 lakes or something like that. That's what it's called, right? Yep. Yeah. It's plenty to do up there. All right, so then let's uh, go ahead and turn and just uh, jump into the thing, I guess. So first and foremost, uh, how did the idea for a podcast begin? So it actually kind of evolved earlier this summer at one of our board meetings for the Nebraska chapter. We were talking about ways that we could kind of bring value to our membership, um, educational opportunities. And the chapter president's council grant was open, so we were looking at going after funding to help with some sort of program. Uh, we knew we wanted to do something around helping our membership prep for the AICP exam. And it kind of just morphed into this idea for an exam prep podcast and kind of grew and evolved. And, and now we're launching Booked on Planning. Nice. So how, how has it been uh, putting it all together, right? Like I imagine there has been like, well, I know, obviously, that there's a lot of moving parts that go into getting it all together. So how has that, how has that sort of been, you know, like getting into the, uh, the deep end of putting a, a podcast together? 
Yeah, this has been a huge learning experience. None of us knew how to do a podcast. A lot of us listen to podcasts, but we'd never been on the production side of it. So it kind of began with ironing out kind of a schedule, a detail, a budget for what it would take to do something like this. And we submitted that for the grant and just kind of let it sit for a couple months waiting to hear back. Then late September, we got noticed that we received the funding from the chapter president's council and jumped right into prepping for it, recruited a couple other individuals to kind of help as like a formal committee of sorts to make sure we're moving forward with all each episode and we're not missing anything and all of us can kind of work on different aspects of the podcast and keep it moving forward. Uh, we kind of took the book list and narrowed it down and created kind of a final list to choose from, launched our website and set up all the social media channels to promote the podcast, uh, and then recorded kind of our intro episode to get people excited about the podcast launching early next year. And now we're just kind of looking for co-hosts and getting authors lined up and doing recording of several episodes. I mentioned this is largely just a volunteer podcast. So trying to make sure we're ahead of things when um, and have some episodes in the queue once we launch in January. Nice. See, that's, that is a, that is a lot of extra steps than I had to take, right? Cause I just, <laughs> I, I just, it's just, I don't have to do interviews. It's just me. So it's, it's a significantly easier. It adds a lot more coordination. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. So what's the ultimate idea for how the podcast is going to operate, right? So like mine is mostly like a storytelling, right? Um, in like what I, what I would call at least like a singular narrative type format. Uh, so is the idea with this to sort of review the books? Yeah, so we're doing more of a kind of interview format where we're, my co-host each week will change that way, you know, one person's not reading 26 books this year, this coming year. And so they'll kind of read up on the book and then we'll get the author, hopefully, and if not an author, a subject matter expert to be on the podcast with us each episode. And we'll kind of discuss the kind of key points of the book and summarize in a very short format but also kind of get into details that aren't necessarily in the book that give you a better understanding of why the book was written, what is important about it, maybe some of the older books, why, what's changed since they were originally published and kind of some insights. So not being just kind of a cut and dry, here's what the book is, giving you a little bit more than what you would get if you just read the book. Nice, I know, because there's a... Looking over the book list, uh, at least that I remember from when I took the ACP, there were some really <laughs> dry sounding books. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, they were very long too. One of them, I think, was like 500 pages or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not actually going to do that. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was kind of the idea for this book review because we have this list of 26 books that AICP or that APA recommends that you read prepping for AICP. And if you've ever taken the exam or prepared for it, you have so many other materials to review and exam practice exams to take that trying to read 24 books, some of which are five to 600 pages, just it's not realistic. So this way we can kind of give you a good highlight and summary of most of what's on that list. Oh, no, that's awesome. Because then uh, I don't know if there is something in there too that ends up sparking your interest, you can always decide to actually get the book and then dive into it later. Exactly. 
So what what actually made you decide to focus on book reviews as opposed to some of the other aspects, right? So uh, I don't know, you know, at least so. <laughs> well, my worst part on the exam, and like I don't ever care about sharing any of this stuff. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, which is probably why I did so poorly on the ethics portion. But <laughs> why? Uh, why why did you decide to focus on books and if you wouldn't mind, uh, what are what are some of the first ones that uh, you plan on doing uh, right off the bat? Sure. So what's nice about the book review podcast is all of the books cover a wide range of materials. So there is a book on ethics that we probably are going to be covering. There's a book on rural planning. There's a book on transportation, uh, sustainability, it, it, comprehensive planning. It gives you kind of good overview of everything you would really need on the AICP exam. And we talked about doing just kind of a an AICP exam prep podcast, go over a lot of the material that you find on some of those more expensive prep courses. And what's funny is on, during our board meeting, one of the planners who is attending, who is getting ready for AICP, actually brought up your podcast and said, well, it's kind of already being done. This guy's <laughs> going through chapter by chapter of like, how to prep for the ASCP study exam. So we knew we didn't want to just duplicate what you were already doing. And so we tried to focus on another section of what APA recommends to get ready for an exam. Not so that's the one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how did you decide to put the books together? Like I know you had referenced the AICP book list. Uh, there's someone there that I know would be infinitely hard to get the author. So for example, like in one of the episodes that we had earlier on, I only mentioned it because in a lot of like the study guides, it brings it up, right? Like who wrote this book? So like progress and poverty, pretty sure, uh, Henry George is dead by now. Uh, like, so how did, how did you end up deciding which books that you wanted to include or not include? So we knew we had 26 weeks. If we were going to do a bi-weekly podcast, there was only 24 books on the list. And so the original idea was we'll just pick up that exact list. We'll do all of those books. But then once we started getting into it and actually looking at the list, we realized that there's a lot of really outdated material. There's a law book from, I think it was 1989. Um, some of the like design guideline books from like 12, 13 years ago. And there's been a lot of progress and changes in that time. So we thought we would, where possible, find more recent books that could fit that category that we'd have some authors that recently published and would be hopefully willing to come on the podcast and discuss. And then there are others. Uh, we've got Ian McCarg's book coming up here. I think it's episode five or six that we'll be doing. And obviously we cannot have him on the podcast to talk about design with nature. So we actually have someone from the McCarg Center joining us for that podcast to talk about design with nature and how it's evolved and going over their work on the design with nature now, 50 years after the book was published. That that will be actually a really interesting one to hear sort of like the perspective of what what has happened since then, I guess, and not only the applicability of that book at that time, but how it applies to today, right? Like, obviously, we live in a substantially different world than we did then. Exactly. So most importantly of all, uh, 
how do you see Booked on Planning helping out uh, potential AICP test takers? Uh, and then do you see it being of use to others as well? Yeah, so the goal for the podcast was to reach a really broad audience. It began as kind of a study tool for people prepping for the AICP exam. Uh, but we also know that a lot of these books are just really great books for planners to read at some point during their career. We're all very busy planners. We spend eight or nine hours a day working for our communities. We don't always have time to sit down and read a book, you know, cover to cover, and especially not you know, 24 different books that are on the ex uh, exam prep list. So we wanted to make this podcast for both someone studying and prepping that's early into their career or also others that are just in the profession that are interested in reading books. And this might, you know, as you said earlier, add to their reading list by you know, putting a little bug in their ear about it, or just give someone who doesn't have the time to read a book or doesn't like to read books uh, an idea of what these books contain. Yeah, I know. I, that's that's actually why I put that last part in the question about being of use to others, because I uh, personally, at least I'm a huge, huge fan of uh, extending your base of knowledge, right? Just being more informed on, you know, like what these topics are and how they might apply. Even if you already have your AICP, should, should make you a better planner overall, right? Because then you can take some of these concepts and maybe incorporate them or like with the Design with Nature book, right? Like learn what maybe isn't as relevant today or how to think of those things in current uh, times, right? And how, how they can apply now. Like that's how we can all sort of get better. Uh, and I personally would like to see the planning profession get a lot better, right? There's always this, uh, and sorry for the digression. There's always, have you ever gone into like a meeting or something and you're with like architects and engineers and you can just sense that they like don't care about like the planner in the room and you're just like, this is ridiculous because engineer, you only care about the numbers and architect, you only care about apparently recycling designs because I see the same ones all of the time. Like if I see one more like multifamily apartment with breezeways in it, I'm like I'm going to vomit. So like how can like like uh, like we need to raise sort of the stature of the planning profession overall. Right. And that was sort of ultimately my goal where I don't know, I just got to the point where I'm like, we got we got to do we got to do something to get it more on the map. Right. Uh, and at least in my personal opinion, hearing about this, that's like what I see people being able to take away from it. Right. Because I think a lot of people are going to bypass reading these books. Uh, some of the people that I know and I won't name names <laughs> who took the exam, uh, didn't read the books either. Right. Like, I don't actually know how many people do uh, have time to go through and read literally all the pages of all of the books. And so this is like a fantastic way to get sort of that knowledge base to people who would otherwise not have it. Yeah, I agree. And I, I hope uh, hope we get that across and get a lot of followers and yeah. I'm confident you will. <laughs> so thank you again for joining me and everyone, if you're in your car or whatever, give Stephanie a big round of applause. She really has put in a boatload of work organizing this whole thing setting it all up, coordinating with people and timelines, which is way more complicated than what I do over here. If you have any questions about the podcast coming up, uh, you can feel free to reach out to me at the very unofficial AICP guide at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to help out if I can. 
or you can also get a hold of Stephanie at bookedonplanning at gmail.com as well. So in short, keep an eye out in January for the initial episode of the podcast, which will focus on, I believe, the book Rural by Design. Correct. And uh, I did hear, I did hear that the second episode that's going to be on Planning Theory for Practitioners, that one is just going to be super fantastic. So definitely make sure to listen to that one. Uh, and then go on, uh, go on to and look up uh, Booked on Planning on Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, like the meta platforms or whatever they call themselves now, uh, Twitter, and if you're feeling super professional about it, LinkedIn too. And you can go to the website to subscribe so you can get the updates. And the website is just bookedonplanning.com. As always, don't forget to subscribe to this episode on whatever platform you use for podcasts. And feel free to sign up on the show's website so you can follow along with future episodes, help prepare for the exam, and supplement all of your other study regimens. And share this and Booked on Planning out with any planners you know. And don't forget to leave a review either. With the holidays coming up, we are all uh, ridiculously busy, I'm sure. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and guess that no one is going to be studying for the exam until after New Year's. So everyone, uh, and you too, Stephanie, have a good holiday season, uh, whatever it is that you might celebrate. And we will see you on the other side uh, in 2022. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thank you again. Until next time.